I'm Jeff Cook. And I'm TJ Wilson. And this is Around the Circle. I'm walking slowly. is a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships. It creates language for what motivates us and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram's a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. As I say this, I realize this is going to really apply to what we're doing today. Uh, <laughs> my name is Jeff Cook. I'm a philosopher in Greeley, Colorado. And with me is TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, and Enneagram Ninja. Hello. There is an election soon. Yeah, there is. A, a U.S. election. There's elections all over the world all the time, but the U.S. election is coming up pretty soon. That third grade student council election <laughs> is coming up and really important. 2022 United States election, for those of you who are not stateside, is scheduled to be held on Tuesday, November 8th. Midterm election year. Uh, all for, for those of you who don't know, 435 House seats are up. There are 35 Senate seats up. There's a 39 gubernatorial elections going on. Do you want to hear the craziest stat yes. that I heard? This blew me away. How many black politicians have been elected governors in our 250-some-odd-year history? I Isn't it two? It's two. Yeah, I, I, saw some, I saw that. I did see that stat out there. I cheated. Two. I mean, there's quite a few representatives, a, a good number more senators, only two governors. black governors. Yeah. That was shocking to me. And the more I thought about it, then I, would, I got more mad. But yeah. the but that was just shocking. And most states have like uh, have six-year terms for governors. Is that right? Senate is six-year terms. House is two. And president and governors. I assume that governors are four. But yeah, in Colorado, it's four. Um. Dog catcher. TJ is running for your dog catcher again. Right. So, you know. Love catching those dogs. I got my my sign out friend. No conflict <laughs> at all involved in catching dogs. Wait. <laughs> it's just the running and losing those three times. That, that was the thing. But this time, I think you, you got you got a shot this time. Okay, good. Sweet. I, I, I'm, I'm not getting good money, good information from the ground. So <laughs> if you think I got a good chance, I'm, I'm hopeful. I think if you knew how long governors... <laughs> Served, it would it would up your chances of, <laughs> of, of getting elected. You know who I really trust to select the leaders of our land? I can only think of joke answers to this question. I'll, I'll give you an honest one. Our listeners, our listeners are apparently emotionally informed. They are thoughtful, justice-oriented folks, well over 50% female. That's who I want to hand the future of our republic to. I like it. I approve. So we're going to talk about voting. Yeah, we're clearly going to take this conversation very seriously. That's right. Yeah, if you if you if you clicked on this, going, I wonder who TJ and Jeff are going to vote for. This is not what we're going to be talking about. Right. It might slip out, but that's that's not the point. It will be on me. If anything comes out, it'll probably be me. <laughs> this is actually we're going to try and create a safe space for everyone who votes, doesn't vote, votes for the worst possible people. All of you are are invited into this space because I think there's something really interesting here to talk about Enneagram. 
I think your Enneagram type is all over how you approach politics and voting. Hmm. Makes sense because it's all over everything that we do. So we we did uh, an episode a while back on how you end up breaking up with your car. Right. Sometimes you gotta sell a car. Right. You have an emotional attachment to your car, and all the types I think are exemplified in how you separate from a car. We talked about affect and how we connect with the world through uh, what it looks like to sell a car and buy a new car. I think this works nearly identically with other topics for voting. In my mind, I don't know, like I, I said, TJ was making, you know, scribbling notes uh, before we started recording, so you may have more to add to this. In my mind, motive and our coping style is exposed in how we come to the voting process. Yeah. Motive is about what you want. Coping style is about how you solve problems. And at least for me, when I come to the ballot, these are the these are the places of my personality that are getting engaged. Yeah. I think I, I, I totally agree with that. I also think that stance will will play a role just like it does with everything. And we, if we really wanted to dive pretty deep into this, I think that everything will play a, a part in, in how we go about choosing people we're voting for or whether we vote at all or or any of the things that go along with what voting is but i think that the the things that that we're really going to see pretty prominently uh will come out of our motive our coping style and then our stance sort of supporting that so as i was running through each of the numbers myself there was a a few that i think may actually skew into into as you were saying like into some of the uh, other arena Mm -hmm. but i suppose for me for me it's about What's right? Things with my head, yep. you know, which brings us to ones, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Starting with ones. Uh, sorry, Preston, we're skipping your die today. The ones uh, want to be good, often find stability, self-understanding by doing what's right. If I do what's right, feel good, feel comfortable in the world the way I should be. It's a motivation. And when solving problems, Ones are going to act on their thoughts. They're going to really think through what is right and act. That seems to me to be real clear about how I come come to voting. I don't know. I would love your thoughts as an outsider. Like, of course, you what, think that. That's your lens, man. No, I'm <laughs> saying I'm not saying everybody should be this. No, way. I know. Actually, I yeah. think it probably should be the case. That everybody <laughs> should be this way. But <laughs> but it is uh, that's how I feel like I come to the world. What do you see with ones in doing something like voting? Yeah. I think that, that those things like that desire to be good and like there there is a correct solution to these problems and we should stop being really personal about this and and come and figure out what the correct solution is. I think that's that's very present in how ones approach big ideas like voting. And I I also think that the desire to improve things will play mm-hmm. a pretty significant role. And I think what We'll also see a lot of, um, I had a really good phrase when I was thinking about this earlier, that they will bring their, a, a sort of rigid sense of right and wrong and, and like, like what is the best thing for the school board or the county or the, the state or the federal government, like what, whatever it is we're voting for, the, the approach will be filtered through this very clearly defined in the one's mind set of 
right and wrong, black and white. Like that, there is a right way to improve things. Yep. And and I I don't think that that ones are going to be great at leaning into some of the subtlety of of how a lot of these things work. And I don't necessarily. I'm I'm not saying that for good or for bad. I I think that that's just the way that ones are, and that's that's something that they will bring to the table when they go to the ballot box. Yep. There can be a real selfless posture. I could see ones voting against their self-interest all day long. But they... it, but it will all all come through that filter of like what is the best thing, not necessarily yep. what's best for me, but what is the best solution to whatever problems we're facing. Yeah, it might harm me, but it is still the best solution. That's fine. I'll go along with it. I find myself. In my 30s, I got really into theology that was kind of about like just blow up the system, kind of we need to rethink this from the ground up. And I've really calmed down and even been much more uh, kind of obsessed with the Constitution recently in terms of its creation and its foundation and advocating for it. That's me as a one on one side coming down on the, the whole system needs to get blown up. That's the right thing to do. And on another front, it took me just a few years, I think that the foundation that's in place is actually really healthy and should be the thing that we elevate above anything else. Right. And ones can come across the board to the question what is right, but their posture towards what is right comes out there. Right. What is the best solution? And we need to do the right thing for these the problems that are in front of us. It might mean we have to burn it down. And, and ones will be devoted to that concept. Or it might mean there's some, th if we can just get back to how it's supposed to be, if we can follow the rules that have already been laid out in front of us, then everything will work the way it's supposed to. And, and so the decisions coming forward are, are in that direction. Let's, let's get the people who are going to do what they're just, just do what they're supposed to do and everything will work okay. Ones can be very aggressive at this point, it seems. Like, the, even willing to take the hit. Right. You know, we do need to burn it down. This is going to be super uncomfortable, but we're going to the other side. Right. On the flip side, they can be very reactionary and be the first ones to, you know, strongly advocate for keeping the system as it is and making spirited defenses. Right. Comes out of motive. Uh, and it comes, up, it, uh, it comes out of other solving problems. Right. Last thing that's worth talking about there, and it's, it has to do with the eights, nines, and ones, is the justice-orientedness. Justice is about collective health. Justice is about fairness, and it's about harmony. It's about things working as they ought to. And eights, nines, and ones, all in their own way, are going to have a real strong radar for that, either harmonious or fairness, um, things working as they should. Mm -hmm. And... For for me, when looking at the world, those are the sorts of things I'm really attracted to. I really right. want to see systems that function well, and when they're dysfunctional, you know, I get itchy, right? Because because it's it's creating atmospheres that can lead to suffering, to you know, disorganization, to 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 things falling apart that would otherwise be really beneficial to everybody, right? And I think that uh, we also have to keep in mind when we're thinking about this that, that your sense of what justice is is your mm -hmm. sense. And yep. a, uh, 
all of us, all of us fall prey to this. Not, not just eights, nines, and ones, but all of us define these things according to our own terms. And and ones in thinking about justice, like they, there is a right and a wrong way to enact justice. And, and my filter is the one that is the correct filter. And so like the decisions being made there are going to be according to their own definition of justice and how justice should be enacted. Well, if there are better opinions about justice, I would adopt those. But since I haven't, clearly I'm sitting here. (laughs) No, the ones have a temptation to not be very self-aware of their own value judgments Mm -hmm. when coming to the world. Right. And that needs to be front and center. Right. Every decision that we make comes out of a place where we have values and those values tell us what we should do, whether it's eating eggs versus cereal or, you know, trying to eliminate climate change or, you know, uh, stop wars right there. So like the, the rigidity of ones needs to be, ones need to be self-aware that that's a real temptation Mm -hmm. and the, the holding things loosely in terms of their values needs to, to color that, which can be very difficult because as we've said in the past, ones often have such a difficult time getting their heads around things that once they've actually landed on a place where they got their head around things, they don't want to move. Right. And especially like this will come up, I think with several of several of the types and I, I, I don't want to align goodness or rightness or badness with either side but but there is a significant issue with the partisanship of of what's happening in our country right now and and like mm-hmm. it's it's been building for my entire life it was probably bad before i was born and it just keeps getting worse that that there is very much this my side is the correct side and your side is evil kind of thing this this perspective that that we all a, a lot of us come to politics assuming that people on the other side of the aisle are either stupid uh, or evil. Right. And I think ones will fall prey to that, that problem easier than a lot of other types. True. On the flip side, like, you know, I, I consider myself a very moderate person. I, the target for me is always going to be aggressive compromise. Mm-hmm. Like that's how the whole system is built to function. And right. if some, I think the, one of the best possible things in our politic that can happen is that you have a very robust, healthy um, minority party yeah. who keeps the majority in check. I think that's one of the best possible things. Now I'm really aggressive about that thought because I think it leads to the best outcomes. I think it's a healthier way to be. That comes out of my one side, though. Right. Here's the ideal. The ideal is aggressive compromise. Yeah. So, and, that, and I generally take that posture in a bunch of strange places. Like, I'm aggressive about nonviolence as well. That may feel strange, but, like, that's the target. Right. And I push hard into it. Right. The zero-sum game, I win only if they lose posture of many um, who are seeking high office, I, I think can be advocated for, defended, held up as a virtue mm-hmm. by ones. But ones, I think, will be the most defensive. Sure. There's a handful of people on cable news who I would type as ones sure. on on a variety of channels. 
and the like the oneness all over their language, their posture towards the world, how they internalize what's going on in the country and how they pitch, you know, to their audience, how their audience ought to believe there's right. a lot of oughtness going on right. on opinion shows. Yeah. That I- idealism coming through. The two most successful shows on Fox and on MSNBC. They're both led by ones. I believe you, but I don't watch either of them. So yeah, that's why TJ is a better soul than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Brings us to twos. I don't know about better, maybe calmer. <laughs> Healthier, uh, less, less waking up at two thirty th- uh, in the morning ish. Yeah, I, I uh, for different reasons, I should say. For twos, this is where things get real interesting for me because it moves off of the one. So some of you will, in hearing about ones and how I come to the world, think that's not how I do things. I would intuitively think everybody votes this way. You think about what's right. What do you want? What's best for your country? Mm. And I think that's actually not no, how I things generally go. Yeah, I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> right? So which brings us to twos. And yeah. I think twos are a great example of a type who are coming to voting in a very different way. Sure. So when twos vote, what's going through the heart and mind of a two? I think twos get into a really interesting place because twos are in, like, they twos want to be helpful. They, they are earn their value by being useful and and uh, helpful in other people's lives and and by by having people need them and so when you think about someone deciding how to vote when that's sort of their primary motivation for most things I wouldn't be surprised to learn that a lot of twos vote based on what someone else in their life tells them like I, like they're going to vote the same as their spouse because they trust their spouse enough that they don't have to think as hard or or watch all of these terrible things where people are just being so mean to each other yep that like like why why would they subject themselves to that misery when someone that they trust can just sort of you know this this is what i think and this is this is how i think people should vote and they're like okay great sounds good Want a sandwich? That, that's my intuition also. I I feel like twos, I would guess, are much more tribal in how they vote. It's this mm-hmm. is who we vote for. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a relational act. Is that right. like our collective power is going here? Um, it can be, I imagine if the coping style comes in, fairly optimistic. You know, that if twos are running a campaign or helping with a campaign, mm-hmm. they would be the the ones who are bringing a lot of life and energy and joy to the process. And sure. here's how we're doing things together. Sure. The, there's one person who is a self-identified two who I heard recently, and I think she pushes actually into her stress space in some of the, sure. the places recently. And the aggressive side of her two-ness is coming out and her individuality is coming out mm. in those spaces as well. Okay. So I was listening to a podcast of hers the other day. She brought up a topic which is contentious in our country. And I was like, really? We're going there with your podcast? And it was kind of sh- shocking to me. And I was like, she's an eight space because this is something that really has hit her buttons as a you know, as a person in the world, this was something that was pushing her buttons and I felt like she got more aggressive in, in promoting um, in promoting that issue. I legitimately do not know what you're talking about, but I would also, like my my instinct, my, my gut reaction to that is, 
was this person driven to their position by the abuse or ostracization of someone that they loved? I mean, I could tell you the issue. <laughs> I mean, it, it, like that's that, it, the the answer to that. I don't think is necessarily important, but that 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 is going to be a big part of how. Yeah. Like w- when twos are really engaged, I think that's going to be part of it. Oftentimes, yeah. I I can talk through both. You know, I can talk through the variety that would come out of this. The thing that was getting her animated was abortion, mm-hmm. and she was advocating for the pro-choice position and it was kind of the energy at eight it felt like coming out was it came out of that space now a two could clearly go to eight space make our anti-abortion arguments or take that posture in terms of voting right but the eight space would be what's important there the two is going to a place where they're feeling stressed about something that they see in the world how is it affecting how they vote Mm-hmm. And and on one side of that argument, it's about the the protection and the the upholding and the support of the the people making the decision. And on the other side of the that argument, it's it's the, the protection and support of unborn children. Yep. Yeah. Uh, listeners will know this. I'm a professional ethicist. Abortion is the most difficult moral issue there is. It just is. There's nothing in the history of our country, maybe the world, that is more complicated, I think, in terms of hitting our emotions and and difficult to navigate than than how a society should come to all the layers Mm -hmm. uh, involved in legislation over, over abortion. Right. It's a good thing that our country does a great job of pausing, thinking clearly, dialoguing constructively, and coming to mutual solutions on these sorts of things. Yeah, we're great at that. We are excellent. Compromise is the name of the game. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's worth saying again, but I, again, with the twos, I'd be really curious uh, from twos themselves, but I, I think it is actually a good thing to think my vote is communal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a great way to be in the world. Agreed. Um, I I think there might be an overemphasis of individuality that can come, but I think that can be a great great good. I mean, I suppose on the flip side, I think it's a great good when people vote different ways. My wife and I vote differently all the time, especially when it comes to like the amendments and such. Sure. But yeah, there's there's something about being part of the crew. These are the values that we have together it seems like that's how twos kind of live is mm-hmm. getting a sense of themselves through the community that they're part of. And, and like, and what's the most helpful solutions? What, what's the most beneficial for, for the people involved? Like they, like it's mm-hmm. uh, solving the problem should be about what, what's, what's the, what is the most helpful? Yeah. Who can I serve with my yep. vote? Yep. Something like that. Yeah. And I imagine twos are going to be self-giving as well. I, said that ones are going to probably be looking after the collective good. I imagine twos are very much looking after the collective good also right. in their radar. Right. But I, I also think that they, uh, a lot of their collective good is going to be heavily influenced by who's in their, in their circles. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, we should bring up that that is the same problem the one had. Yeah. I mean, very similar in the in the two space because there's there's still that that thinking repression that that not prioritizing data correctly and 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 unproductive thinking. So so there's 
like the the definition of who these things are for, what this is for, is is sort of laid out. Like like it's black and white, right and wrong thinking for ones. For twos, it's about like who who can I see that that this benefits it's like the the circles around me like my identity is is seen through the lens of the people around me like what do the people around me think about me that's how i know who i am and so if you can't see people around you then they're not part of what you care about necessarily yep really tricky for both ones and twos to to be self-critical of the the value systems Mm -hmm. that either they've landed on as a one or that they're surrounded by as a two right. and notice the thinking repression it kind of colors a lot of that. Right. Boom. Threes. What's your thoughts on threes and voting? Threes also being, uh, identifying themselves based on what other people think about them. Uh, they, they, Rather than wanting to be helpful to be loved, they want to be seen as successful and praiseworthy. And so they also share that that coping style, like how do, how do you fight with ones? So like they, they want to come to the best solution. And, and for them, the best solution is what is the most successful and, and, and efficient solution to whatever problem is in front of us. And the I think a lot of what drives threes will be about what is the the best way to solve these problems for the most people because we can't solve the problems for everyone and we should stop talking like that and like it's it's just a waste of time to try and make everybody happy so what's the best solution for most people and particularly for to benefit whatever kinds of things I personally am involved in. Yeah. So like like threes who live in New York City aren't necessarily going to be concerned about the whatever like voting decisions affect the farmers in Nebraska. Yeah. Corn subsidies isn't on their list yeah, they, right now. They're just they're just not part of that that world, those circumstances. So it's not yeah. it's not something that they're concerned about. The threes who are teachers will be concerned about schools and school boards and and like what what people are saying about departments of education threes who are involved in business will be very concerned about how the government is approaching business yep. like that like their their focus for how to make political decisions is going to be filtered through their own space in a in a higher degree i think than ones and twos because the success of the government in this space lends itself to my success as well. I don't have anything to add there. The thing that went through my mind with threes ends up being there are some times where threes will get really animated about specific candidates. And I think it's when those candidates are winning. Mm, You know, I know what years we had lawn signs and I know which years we did not have lawn (laughs) signs because part of the promotion side of the three is about here's my identity that I'm putting out into the world and notice how I'm attached to this very successful movement. Mm-hmm. And then there's years where eh, we'll probably be a little bit more quiet. Right. In fact, I'm not really sure I'm going to vote this year because I want to be attached to a loser. Right. This, this person's clearly going down. Probably, probably not worth it. Right. 
Yeah. I mean, and not even not worth it. It's I don't want to be attached to losers. And and if I know that my vote won't help the person, the candidate that I think is the the one yeah. that should win. If I know that my candidate won't win, mm-hmm. why would I waste my time voting? Not valuable. Nope. I have other things that I could be doing. Yeah. Threes are going to invest in things that mm-hmm. actually produce and are valuable. That's good. Yep. Fours. How fours vote. That's where the Green Party is getting all that, that 1%. I never put that together. <laughs> you eclectic libertarians fours. out there. And <laughs> uh, fours. Fours are... So still through that, uh, what, what do other people think about me kind of lens. Um, we get into a, an emotional response kind of coping style. So like, like, this is how I feel about things, and I need to know how you feel about things. And I think... There's going to be a lot of fours who just don't engage with politics because there's mm-hmm. real stuff happening right in front of me. And why would I talk about stuff that's happening miles away in some office that some building that I actually have no influence over? And my my like we all know that our votes don't count here. So why would I put my energy into that when I could be doing something that like feeds my soul a little bit better? And and so like they just don't engage with politics or uh, they are really passionate about talking about political things and then maybe don't actually vote. So that's what came to my mind first <laughs> is that there's going to be this surge of energy, this wave of energy around this time. And yeah. everybody's going to be doing something yeah. on the exact same day. Yep. And the four is going to say, you know what? I think I'm going to skip it. I'm, I'm just not going to be part <laughs> of that system. I don't really want to. So I've tongue in cheek. I bet you that there is a high percentage of, you know, third party, uh, you know, folks saying that I'm voting green, I'm voting libertarian. That's Mm -hmm. coming out of the heart of fours because they want more specificity one, but two, I I think it is like this more, this more represents who I am and it's entirely fine that it's the minority view. Right. And, and like even, even going a little bit further tongue in cheek, there's still like, like write in candidates and, and voting yeah. for Ralph Nader because it messes things up and like, like essentially taking the contrarian side, right? Not actually necessarily believing in what you're voting for, but taking the contrarian side to be different, to, to, to throw a wrench in the system, to, to to make your mark by not being one of the sheep, like these different kinds of ways of viewing this. I, I think that that aspect of wanting to be engaged with things that matter. Yeah. And there you go. the potential of seeing politics as something that doesn't matter as much as a lot of us give it credit. Yep. I think also that, cu- yeah. Coupled with being true to yourself. Yep. I, might, I, I could see that being really a tricky spot to get a four motivated to vote. Yeah. If you hold voting as something really important. Right. The idealism floods all over that yep. as well. Yep. Um, I wonder, just to push into problem solving for a second, is the four trying to get a reaction from others in the voting process itself? Even even saying I'm voting libertarian in order to get an emotional response, you know, from others, or I'm voting for this candidate who the rest of my family is not voting for. Yeah, know? I think if, if fours are legitimately engaged, I don't think they're not going to not talk about it. Right. 
We, we'll, we'll get That's to that with fives. I, I, yep. I think if, if fours are engaged, they yeah. are talking about it with whoever they can. Correct. Yeah. That's a good. That's exactly it. And because it can showcase the distinctions, mm-hmm. yeah, and it can, um, yeah, that's that's a good one. Well, yeah, you brought them up. What uh, are you seeing a big difference between fours and fives? I think fives are just on the sort of opposite side of that coin. Yeah, that same coin. Uh, the, very introspective, but but fives are are going to be more sort of protective of their thought process. Yep. Um, and and so so fives move into the uh, the head triad, and this is these are these are the types that are considering what dangers are out there and and what things we need to prepare for. What 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 do we need? What actions do we need to take to what what steps should we take in order to prepare for the inevitable dangers that are that are coming for us? And yep. and fives being natural observers, being uh, also interested in coming to the correct solution like ones and threes, fives step back and want to see what the bigger picture is and make their decision based on the categories categorization of the data. Like what is the most not even the most, but if you look at the whole picture, things sort of fall into place. And there's there's a right and a wrong, but it's not like it's not like this like moral high ground or or like virtue type of thing. It's like this puzzle piece needs to fit in this place. And I can see that because I've studied the whole puzzle. And so my decisions are not not necessarily even emotional or moral according to how I my own definition, but, but they're actually just like this, this is the right solution. And I, I think that that's a big part of the, the approach that fives will bring, but also I don't think they're going to share that that much. Yep. What I would read there, same kind of story. Uh, ones might vote on what's right. Threes on what are the goals for our country? Fives are going to be about the data yeah. and what counts as the most important data will vary from five to five to five. Right. And I imagine most fives are going to have a high valuing for resources, how government spends money, how much government might take out of my wallet. Uh, Those would at least be Mm -hmm. topics of concern. And am I, am I safe? Yeah. And as you were saying for five, sixes and sevens, that might be a, a big topic. The, the 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 lens the radar through which one's coming to it i really like the idea that the five may not share Mm -hmm. you know it's it's a it's a private ballot for a reason you know (laughs) right right Uh, it's it's between me and my maker i put this in the envelope and especially because i approach this with a different perspective in mind i might have come to a different conclusion than the people that i'm in community with and i don't really want them to know that because i don't I don't want to have a conversation about why I'm right yeah. and they're wrong. Here you go. That's, that's exactly it. That's my business, not theirs. I'll suck the energy out right there. I also think that, that that fives are going to have an easier time, like I said, seeing the big picture, but I want to give a little bit more flesh to that idea. There's a difference between voting for a candidate that you approve of and wanting to make sure that the Senate is under a certain party's control. Mm-hmm. Like, like you, you could very easily, and there's, there's one big shining example of this in, in politics right now. You could very easily 
disagree with all of the behavior of a candidate and still choose them because they will grant you access to the kind of control that you need in order to enact your agenda. Yeah. Fives, I think we'll see things from a farther away perspective like sure. that. Sure, sure. The the individual candidates don't mu- matter so much as the impact that their position in office might have. And, and that is actually the larger goal. Right. Understanding the whole system, here's my small play in moving things, mm-hmm. something like that. But yeah, understanding the big system, I think that's correct. The uh, Speaking of knowing the whole system, some fives are not going to be very informed about politics. Right. And so when voting comes around, it may be the case that this would be the obstacle for the five. I haven't mastered this thoroughly enough. Oh, they just won't vote. Then that's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so... Uh, all the types perhaps might have their why wouldn't you vote sort of thing, and that would be it for fives. Yeah, And it may be the case that the idealists all kind of fall together here is like, uh, you know, my ideals can't possibly be met by the person, you know, in the chair or, Mm -hmm. you know, on the ballot. Sure. But I I think this for the fives is uh, that would, it, uh, it would be a waste of energy for me to get really invested to the point where I'd feel comfortable actually putting down this who I think should do the thing. And so, yeah, I'll invest my energy elsewhere. Right, right. And I, I, I think stance uh, to that point of like, like how uh, types might decide not to vote. Um, I, I think that that stance will also play a big role there. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that fours, fives, and nines are might be the m- highest likelihood to not vote. Mm-hmm. Because we forgot or we're lazy or <laughs> just all of a sudden it's it's Tuesday and I don't have I'm I'm busy Tuesday. I, I forgot to plan for this or I just really don't want to do the work to figure out what's right here. And so yeah. I'm not going to require some action. Yep. Uh, sixes. Uh, what comes to mind for you on sixes voting? I think that sixes will get into a really interesting place because I think we'll get a lot of this, some similar stuff as fives out of sixes, particularly mm-hmm. the uh, I don't know enough about this, so I'm just not going to vote idea because they need to make sure that they're voting for the right thing, like that, that they're following the rules they're doing. And, and if you're just if you're just checking all the boxes that align with your party, then you're not actually studying the issues and you're doing it wrong. And somebody's going to find out and you're probably going to get in trouble. (laughs) That's, that's right. Sure. um, So that there's a certain amount of like within the emotional response for sixes, which is their coping style is how they solve problems. I, I want to tell you how I feel. I need to know how you feel. Part of that has a lot to do with the fact that they are un, very unproductive thinkers and they need other people to help them sort their thoughts. And if they don't have someone that they trust that is close to them, that they can actually sound out some of their, their thoughts about candidates or issues or amendments or whatever, then they may not, they, they may just skip it entirely because they don't want to do it wrong. Mm. What came to my mind is similarly, uh, in looking at sixes, I thought they look a whole lot like twos for me. 
that they're voting maybe much more about us mm-hmm. as opposed to about me. Yeah. And Agreed. that it's a tribal move to say, who are we voting for? Uh, for exactly the reasons you're saying, like right. it's outsourcing some of your thinking, but the contribution is still there. I, I will voice my concerns. You know, what about these 12 things that might go wrong? Mm-hmm. I get the input of the tribe. And if we're all, you know, voting together in the same kind of way, then I'm not going to get in trouble. Right. <laughs> as right. you were saying. Right. Yeah, or, or I can have confidence at least we're going down together. It's not just me that's going to get kicked off the island for doing this inappropriately. Right. Right. And, and even if we consider um, the more counterphobic issue uh, aspect of six I, I i think they're still uh when they actually get in the box they're they're not pressing against any authority they're they're not challenging any kind of system they're they're not doing real good like good counterphobic type moves by voting and i don't know that 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 aspect of sixness will necessarily hit the ballot box Right. It it will come out in some conversations. It'll come out in a lot of the way that they engage politics in general. But I, I, like once it once they actually get into the into the little booth and are are actually filling out the the sheet or or pressing the buttons or whatever it, however people vote that I, I I don't think the counterphobic will have as much to do with that part. Hard harder to be reckless in those yeah. situations. Yeah. I do love the image, and this is very different from my upbringing, but I'm I'm sure that it's the case that there has been for many years, in this family, we vote for mm-hmm. this party. Yep. And it may have a ton to do with the economics of the family. Sure. You know, we're steel workers. We, we are part of the union. You know, we are pro-labor. And therefore, we're voting for the pro-labor candidate. Right. You know, we're entrepreneurs. This is the sort of business that we have. We need to have certain sort of tax policy that favors small business. And therefore, you know. Yeah. And the six is in the tribe, and they're going to they're going to do what they need to do to fit in with the tribe. Right. Because that's how they're safe. And that's the target. Yep. So voting is just one of those things, but it's come, It's it's just part of the process of living in community. That right. Yeah, let's say, I, I, I don't think I had thought about this coming in. Is there's going to be some types that really want to vote. Like, mm-hmm. that's part of who they are. It's like, finally, first week in November. And then there's others that it's like, okay, this is part of the rhythms of life. And then there's some where it's like, ah. Right. You know? And right. how we come to voting itself comes out of our motive. Yeah. Speaking of sevens, uh, what do you see with sevens voting? How about we get some ice cream instead? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, Is it going to be fun? I can easily see Sevens not really interested in the more contentious parts of engaging with political discourse. Yep. Uh, not not really wanting to be part of, of the, like, not wanting to watch the debates and the, like, reading all of the the different issues and like like seeing what this candidate says about their opponent and blah 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 like like there there's just like there's so much more life to live than than to to wade through this swamp that I'm just going to go with my gut when I get there I I I made my decision months ago really and I 
we don't have to talk about it. We can. All the debate spoils Miller time. Yeah. Creates tension. Yep. Uh, all sorts of situations that aren't very fun. Mm-hmm. Let's go do something fun. Yeah. But yeah, if it comes around to it, I made my decision six months ago. Yeah. I heard the thing. Yeah. I, why do I need to sit here any longer? And th- there's an awful lot of like, there, there's often so many issues, especially if you're voting, if you're really engaging with, with voting locally, the, there's so many things that, that nobody talks about and that aren't fun or interesting or, or big ticket items, like whether or not to retain judges. That's a thing that happens. <laughs> I feel like there's like 17 judge retention questions every single time I vote. And guess how many times I have looked up the credentials of judges. It's not very many because <laughs> I like who just no man. What? Why are we voting on this? It matters. And ones might be really into researching this. Fives might right. be. Uh, if if threes are lawyers, they might be. But sevens <laughs> are like, man, this is boring. I'm moving on. Like they're they're gonna go through the issues that they know and skip everything else. <laughs> Checking yes on marijuana and putting in the ballot yeah. in the envelope. That's it. That's all we need. That actually is part. Of, I, I think if you can get a seven excited about, mm-hmm. here's here's the the great new things that we could create. Right. And okay, I'm gonna get my ballot. I'm gonna check those three things and leave the rest blank. And and another place of like what what's best for everyone, but not necessarily what's the best. Like how, like how do we solve these problems? But like how do we create good things? for everyone. Yeah. When sevens, sorry, when sevens are more engaged. Mm-hmm. And, and even if they're not that engaged, I think they're even surface level engagement is going to be about like, okay, that the, the sound bites from this person sounded more fun. Like, like they're, they're trying to make a better life for more people than yeah. this other person. So I'm going to vote for them or yeah, schools need money. Great. Let's do it. Or, uh, yeah, nobody needs to pay more income tax. Let's get rid of that or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. We've said this in the past. I, uh, having watched the fantastic uh, Ken Burns series on the Roosevelts, and I, I think that FDR is a, is a fantastic image of a seven, mm. especially a seven who's overcome massive adversity. And the policies coming out of FDR are just all over the place. Sure. He's got you know, 80 different programs that he's pitching and going around the country and really enthusiastic about. And I imagine, as you were saying, something similar. If somebody really loved politics or, you know, the uh, getting stuff done through government, that, that might be their their take on coming to the, to the ballot. Yeah, yeah. And I think it, just thinking about uh, types as presidents, I haven't really gone through the list, so that's, this is not going to be comprehensive, but the idea of a seven as a president, I think that that might be like a good, healthy seven in the white house might be like one of the best options because they don't have to finish all of their ideas. They can just have them and give somebody else all the responsibility (laughs) and then leave. Gen up a lot of energy for things. Yeah, they're taking. And I mean, I've made this argument. Other people uh, disagree, but I, th- I think that Kennedy's can may very likely be a seven. But that's how Kennedy functions. Sure. Yeah, we're gonna go to the moon. Yep. 
I'm not going to the moon. I'm yeah. not building a rocket. I'm going to tell other people that we're going to the moon. You yeah. need me to sign a check? I'll sign a check. Great. What it's can it. I move on to now? And it's not just the moon. It's uh, it's the Peace Corps. Kennedy gets up. <laughs> Here it is. That's not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. What you can do for your country is go on an adventure yeah, to these other nations yeah. and tell them how amazing we all are so that they have a positive posture towards democratic government and not towards the soviets even We're, even the fact of that state that sentence ask not what your country can do for you but what you can do for your country it's it's good and noble and patriotic and and it's also it's so seven because it's like 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 in thinking about the fact that sevens feel like they're not going to be provided for don't Wait for someone else to give you the things that you need. Instead, actively, assertively, go find the things that you yes. need and bring them to the people that that also need them. It's excellent. Yeah, I don't know why we got off on presidents there for a second, but it, it's it's part of like what would you get excited about if you know? Mm-hmm. It's, well, it has to be something on the ballot that right. that's interesting. Anyway, eights. Uh, how do how do eights vote? We come back to that justice side, I suppose. Yep. Uh, I think that eights are going to be interestingly split, not split. They're going they're there's there's going to be eights represented all over the place, but I think there's going to be a high vo- amount of eights who vote for the strong man, mm-hmm. and a high amount of eights who vote for the most justice oriented candidates yep. or or policies or amendments or whatever else. Like well, like what? How can this? massive, very wealthy, very capable organization make the, take care of people who can't take care of themselves. We need yep. to make those kinds of decisions. Or can we just get people who will take charge and do what's need, what needs to be done? I suppose to push even further there, the sentiment, don't tread on me, seems like that's coming out of the heart of an eight. Uh, the, the image that... Uh, I want to be in control of me. You don't need to be in control of me. Mm-hmm. Stay the hell away from me is actually what I would prefer. Sure. And stated in a, with an aggressive posture. Mm-hmm. Seems I think that, yeah, I, that. I think that it, it originates in an eight kind of space, but I think that a lot of types will attach themselves to that kind of message. Yeah. But they're not the ones who came up with it. True. Uh, I mean it more as a, uh, yeah, the eight yeah. who attaches to that kind of message is mm-hmm. also saying, yeah, don't tread on any of us. Yep. You take Absolutely. care of your space. I'm going to take care of my space. Yep. This yep. isn't that complicated, y'all. Right, right. <laughs> on the flip side, aren't you looking out for the little guys? The little guys need to have help as well. You know, get off your ass and do something for them. Right. Is is the opposite. Kind Why of are we still talking? Why are we even voting posture. about this? We should just be using yeah. our resources to take care of these things. Right. Commonly, this meeting could have been an email. <laughs> Commonly, I think a good example of this might be the. It's common that folks will type Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X as eights, mm-hmm. and you'll see yeah. that energy used in two very different ways. One, the justice-oriented, the, the other, here's my tribe who I'm going to defend and right. stay the hell away from us right. kind of way of, of being in the world and, and even voting and, and asserting, uh, you know, being politically active. Right. I have a dream that 
all of us are going to experience this future together. On the flip side, I will what advocate for my folks and our rights by any means necessary. Those are two different ways of coming to political power. Yeah, absolutely. And and, the, and the f- like greatly representative of how like the, just that the the sort of polarizing way that eights will come to these issues. Yeah. By the way, eights, if you haven't gotten to see Malcolm X recently, the movie, the, the Spike Lee movie recently, uh, treat yourself. I rewatched that a couple months ago. It was, I watched it when I was in high school and was not mature enough to watch that story and just sure. enjoyed the hell out of it here recently. So nice. anyway, if you're looking for a movie recommendation, who's not looking for a movie recommendation? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I have so much things. There's so many things out there to watch. You had brought it up, and I think it's true that eights are going to want their candidate to be strong. Yeah. And I think that's something it got said, but I think circling back, I think that it's almost like this is a requirement Mm -hmm. for the eight to give you their vote. And and to varying degrees of health as well. I think a lot of people didn't like the fact that Obama was right. I remember there there was a big to do about the the way that we approached other nations when uh, Obama was in office, and and a lot of it, like a lot of the messaging that I was hearing was was about how it like when you apologize to other nations as the head of the one of the largest countries in the world it makes you look weak and this is this is a a considerable factor for many eights and and there's there's a really unhealthy way to see this but there's also a a less unhealthy like i i don't think it's 100 unhealthy to think that i don't think for eights it's 100 unhealthy for them to want their leaders to be strong I don't think that's a bad thing, um, but it is it is part of how they vote. Yeah, the ability to see diplomacy and intelligence exerted as leverage for the sake of everyone else, that is a huge strength that very mm-hmm. few possess, but it's it can be invisible. Mm-hmm. Sending cruise missiles into such and such area whose name you can't spell that's power. Yeah. You know, well, of course, the bad guys came from them there. Send a couple cruise missiles. We're, we're good. There's a great, uh, I don't know if you got to see the West Wing, but John Goodman plays a very eight-ish aggressive character who takes over the presidency for a season. Yeah, I, I stopped when John Goodman showed up. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it got good. I loved watching John Goodman. That he was having a Man, ball doing give that. Me, Martin Sheen as president <laughs> all day long. Oh my gosh! My, Martin Sheen came back. <laughs> yeah, but you have to watch all of the John Goodman stuff in order to understand Martin Sheen coming back. Well. And everybody who are the type of people that would watch West Wing all had the same experience. They're like, no, no. (laughs) Um, But there is, uh, yeah, I mean, what what does strength entail? Can you get your mind and heart around what strength entails? For, For Martin Luther King Jr., strength entails enduring violence against you and people 
like you that you may overcome. And you have to have a real set of lenses, different set of lenses than most to be able to see that as true strength. Right. As opposed to Conan the Barbarian or whatever. Right. Yeah. And, and we we talk a lot about uh, Gandhi as a one. Mm-hmm. And I think Gandhi and uh, Martin Luther King Jr. represent very similar perspectives and messages. Um, I, obviously culturally different and different time periods and whatnot, but but I, I, I think that their approach to uh, actively seeking out uh justice and equality and and rights for themselves and their people there i i think their approaches is, are very very similar and and look at the differences between the types of engagement that yeah. gandhi is encouraging and doing himself and the types of engagement that martin luther king jr is doing yeah the means are very different right and i think the eightness comes out very strongly in martin luther king yeah. It, it's much more aggressive than Gandhi's. Yeah. Gandhi's is all self-inflicted. Like, right. he's fasting in order to get people to stop being violent to each other. Notice mm-hmm. how, like, the, the the you could dress it up this way, the anger going inward is materializing in fasting for the sake of your country versus, yeah, King is going to go into areas and... And he's going to occupy space. He wants you to feel his presence. And not only that, but he's going to lead other people into those areas. Yep. It like Gandhi inspires other people to do similar activity to him. And Martin Luther King inspires other people to come with him to the things that he's going to. Yep. Yeah, the the eight playing out is is a much more aggressive kind of and and I think it, like We'll see that a lot in the ways that eights engage politics. It's 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 right. m- going to be much more aggressive in this way. We've I've talked extensively with Sean about this uh, about LBJ as an eight who Kennedy could not pass the civil rights legislation. Mm-hmm. That but it it uh, it's a tragic thing to say, but it may be a great good that that you know that LBJ took over the presidency and was able because LBJ got in there and got in people's face and moved yeah. um, civil rights legislation through. And so it's right. one of the, it, it is the most impressive achievement legislatively in the 20th century, I think. Yeah. And, but it took that kind of personality. Mm-hmm. And I think it probably it's very likely that, that LBJ was the only eight president we had in the 20th century. Maybe <laughs> Roosevelt, the first Roosevelt might've probably pause there but but you're to contribute to that you're exactly right though the the energy yeah of leadership yep i'm gandhi i'm gonna earn this eight we're gonna drive this ball forward together right Boom. anyway sorry. <laughs> see you're you're picking you're picking on my history bone <laughs> and then i go off on a rabbit trail nines nines uh tj how you vote um I'm trying really hard to make this more universal because the way that I vote may not be the same as all other minds. <laughs> uh, I I think that um, the engagement is going to be the easier it is to vote, the easier it is going to be for a nine to vote. Mm-hmm. To just just straightforward, perfect. Like I I oh man I I don't know that I've stood in line to vote maybe more than maybe twice. 
I did it just in my whole just life. once. Yeah. Let me. I'll tell you what. All the all all our listeners. You want to be jealous of Colorado for a second? They mail you a ballot like three weeks before or so, right? You and it's every it single election. Every it's single one. Like just <laughs> our town's mayor, we get a ballot in the mail. It's. Like it's presidential elections, it's governor elected. Like every two years, that there's a, an election for for federal or whatever. Like every single election, they mail us a ballot, and we can put it back in the mail and send it back. We can drop it off. We can take it to a polling place. We can drop it off at the um, county clerk. All sorts of options. Mail it to us. I watched stuff online of of folks who are standing in four hour lines or eight hour. Yeah, what the hell system is this? I think like the the first two times that I voted, that was that was the like we weren't on all mail ballots yet. Yeah, and I maybe the first three times because I know that I skipped one of those because I don't want to stand in line, man. <laughs> I just <laughs> um, okay so. The ways that nines vote. Nines, I think nines are going to be very similar to fives, but with a little less dedication to studying all of the things. Um, I think the nines are going to be uh, sort of reserved with what they actually think. And a lot of that has to do with, I, I, I don't want to get into a political conversation because you might disagree with me and I don't ever want to have that fight. And so we're just not going to talk about politics because we could be talking about anything else. And politics is one of those dinner table conversations you just don't have. And that's fine. Um, so the a lot of the processing is going to be a lot more internal. Um, I think that nines are going to be in this interesting, like, like I, th- I think there's a, a fun spectrum for most of the types, but I think that the nine spectrum will have a lot to, like, like be either so swayed by other people's opinions that that you just can't nail them down or so unable to be swayed that like they're they're just like like I don't even look at the political mailers anymore and we get 3 or 4 every day <laughs> and for years I don't look at them I don't know what they're about I don't know whose names are on them I just tear them up and throw them away because I am not susceptible to this kind of advertising I'm just not it doesn't work on me so but people who pay for these things you're wasting your money on people like me um so, uh, yeah, I think that the, a lot of how nines are coming to the table, like they, they want things to be peaceful and simple and easy and, and everyone to get along. And a lot of their decisions about who to vote for, what issues to vote for, will come from that similar, like, what's the best for everyone kind of space, but also, like, what's the easiest path. And there's a lot of situations that, that, that there's just, there's there's so much subtlety and nuance. And, like, this person says this thing, and and I don't agree with them, but I like their party. And this person, like, there there's, there's just so much more about, because nines can see both sides to everything. And so there's, there's so much, uh, like, needing to really get into it that it's either they're just going to bail, they're, they're going to spend a lot of energy studying the issues over the course of many, many months to make sure that, like, once they finally get in that room, they know what they're doing. Do you, 
Are you motivated to vote against chaos? Not always. Too much effort? Or you can see the side of chaos? Because I can see the side of chaos sometimes. Huh? Interesting. Um, especially if I know that my vote against chaos won't make a difference. Okay. Like, it's, it's a lot easier to, like, because there's two sides to everything. Because I understand that, like, like yeah, one vote makes a difference. And, and there's lots of elections and, and issues that have happened over the course of the last 250 years of our, of our country that have been decided by one person's vote. This is a thing. This is a reality. And also, it's probably not going to be me. So uh, if I want to vote for chaos, I can because it's fun. And because mm. it doesn't matter, because I, I recognize that, like, the likelihood that that my one vote is going to make a difference is slim. My, <laughs> my favorite reflection on this recently was I've gotten into these uh, Twitter accounts that talk about a world that's free of cars. And one of the big claims recently is if you're in traffic, you are the traffic. Mm. And you yeah. see you see that your car is the the traffic. Yep. The tra yep. If you didn't exist, there wouldn't be traffic. Similar to voting, like it's like the votes are coming from someplace, right? You know. But anyway, that's secondary. My mom was very in uh, engaged in voting because uh -huh. she didn't want to be controlled. Sure. And that was that was her primary motive for for voting. Uh huh. And I don't know if any of that comes out. If you if you hear your your desires are very different from those of my mother, who uh, was was a very conservative person, sure. Uh, so, uh, regarding tax policy and the and the federal government, right? Um, so, so I, I imagine the idea that you're going to be controlled is that spark, as opposed to seeing everybody else's side. Here would be something you want individually. I suppose is where I'm going there. I I think that in order to answer that, I think I have to 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 tip my hand a little bit, and and I I want to preface this by saying that like that my my intention here is not to tell you my politics, but but to demonstrate what I think this might look like, f particularly for nines. Mm -hmm. The issue of control is a, is a fascinating concept for me because when when you say that I don't want the government to tell me what to do, you're also saying that you don't want to experience any of the benefits offered by that government. Mm -hmm. In like like my perspective is that like if you want to live in a society with all of the things that go along with being a part of that society, then you follow that society's rules. And as voters, we get a we get an opportunity to help influence and shape what those rules look like. But if 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 I if my number one goal is that the government doesn't get to tell me what to do, then I should probably move. Sure, you know. Like I like like I should find an island where I can be my own government and and like the the reality of wanting to live here where I do means that I want to participate in a way where we all make decisions that are best for all of us. I so this is a bunch of buttons for me. There's the we're all in this together, mm -hmm. and then there's individual rights, and mm -hmm. and we 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 have to find some balance there. This is why right. balance has to be the the target. What's right. interesting to me recently is how much those on the left are elevating personal freedoms. And it's not just abortion, it's marijuana use, it's mm -hmm. euthanasia, 
It's there was another one that I was thinking about the other day. I mean, it's it's uh, having to fight in military service. Mm -hmm. Do I have the freedom to do certain things? Whereas on on the the right, it's much more about my what. Uh, what I learn in schools, uh, my religious freedoms, uh, my ability to hold my own tax dollars, you know, pay less in taxes. Personal freedoms are, you know, nobody has a has a uh, monopoly. Yeah, monopoly on on the freedoms. Yeah, it's where our I don't know what that is. It's our intuitions spike differently right now. Mm -hmm. Agreed, and 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 I I think that that is much more about w which about. <laughs> party loyalty and like which which side of the aisle you fall on that's that's the values that you have now uh, right and but but like think thinking about particularly like f for nines and and freedom and and the idea of control like i i think there are a lot of nines out there that are fine with control so long it's as it's not the control i want you know Oh, you care about like, other people's control? Uh, no, I mean, f fine with being fine with being sort of under the government's thumb, so long as they're not controlling things that I don't want them to control. Sure. Um, I don't like like they, like when the aspect of control comes to the ballot box. I I think it has so much to do with my own personal preference about what is controlling me than the idea of general government control. Like even right. thinking about your mom specifically, it, it's not about the fact of taxes. It's about her taxes. Right. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. Like I could see a nine who didn't get fired up about firearms and their ability to have a firearm, but got really fired up about their uh, inability to possess marijuana. Sure. Or fired up probably isn't the right word there. But <laughs> got, <laughs> on both sides, on both issues, yeah. Got animated. Right. But but I also think that, that a lot of nines, like the, either they're going to want to make sure that, that there, there's enough of a, of a, like, I agree mostly with this person or, or this issue that I can sort of sacrifice the things that I don't agree with. Or it's too much effort for me to choose something that's that's like the, the, this person is six one half a dozen the other, and it doesn't matter which I choose because some things are going to be bad and some things are going to be good. Sure. Overall perspective, yeah. You don't think your presence matters, right? Yeah, I remember uh, there was one particular election many many years ago that. Um, was between two candidates that were not neither of them were great. This was this was a long time ago. This was 20 plus years ago. I don't remember when exactly it was. It was a long time ago. It was not not in our very 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 recent memory. And two candidates were both kind of like they they both had you know not great things going for them and um I remember talking to my mom it's like i i just i just plain don't know how to vote because both of them kind of suck and both of them are saying some great things and and my mom like her perspective at that time was what's the lesser of the two evils here sure 
And that that was a big part of how that is a big part of how I make decisions in general. And when it comes to politics, like that will be a factor. I know there's there's a lot to be said about we shouldn't be voting for the lesser of two evils. We shouldn't have to sacrifice what we actually value just I to make sure our candidate can win. I get I get that argument. I, th- I think that's all they're selling right now. Right. Is, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> um, but but like there's there's especially for nines there's just a sense of like i i because i can see both sides i can i can understand like why either of them might do some good things Mm -hmm. and and so in the end oftentimes it just comes down to like my instinct like like this one feels better to me and that's all i have i have no explanation beyond that and it'll be fine. And I think they're, yeah, I think a lot of nines are going to be like that. And it's like, like it doesn't matter because in two or four or six years, that person's going to be out of office anyway. If it's, if it's an amendment that that's, that's that bad and I disagree with it that much, if the majority votes for it, that's what democracy is. And I will accept our, my fate. Like that, that is one of the things that I think is un- going to be universal about nines is whatever the outcome, we will accept it because we'll just adapt and move on. Right. Yeah. There's, there's the positive outlook yeah. coming in all over that. I'm going to be frustrated and just rant about it for the next two years. Right. <laughs> and I'll listen. It's fine. I get it. <laughs> Proving TJ's point that it does, it's not much you can do. <laughs> no, there's all sorts of stuff you can do. You can vote. Uh, I, 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 that was really helpful for me. I, I liked going through that as an experiment. Me too. You got any, uh, last thoughts on, on voting? You know, I was trying to think of something clever to say and, <laughs> and every single, like, like the, the start of an idea would come up and then I would see the other side of it. And it's like, Oh, I, if I'm going to say that one idea, I have to say the other side of it too. And then, uh, Nope, I have no other thoughts. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Vote dole. The thing, the thing that I was really helpful. Go ahead. Somebody put a Ross Perot sign in my yard a couple <laughs> of years ago, and it makes me so happy. And I'm going to put it in my yard every single year. And I definitely had several people stop while they were driving by <laughs> to tell me how much they liked Ross Perot. It was awesome. So whoever did that, thank you. Now, now that's what's important to this country. That's the best I could do off the top of my head. The <laughs> good enough for me. Thing I didn't want this podcast to be was like an Instagram post. It was like here are nine ways that you vote. Right. Um, I, there is something about seeing all of ourselves in our type when we come to civic displays, and it, it probably go, cuts across the board. You know, especially coming out of pandemic and being in inside all the time. What does it look like for me to reengage the culture? It'd be really healthy, important, and just given some name you know, to how you do it. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, I suppose I come back to that. It's uh, my oneness is all over how I vote, how I go to a 4th of July, you know, party, how I go to a football game. It, it generally materializes in those spaces. So important for me to see. Yeah. And I think that's like, if, if I did have a last thought, I suppose that's, that's what it would be is that, that there are nine ways of seeing. We, we see the world very differently and we mm-hmm. bring that perspective to how we engage, how we view politics, how we make decisions in political areas. And and really, like, it would be good for us and the country and the world if we all started to understand that, like, the 
other person, the person across the aisle, the person right. across the table, the person yelling at us because they disagree with like like none all of the those other people they see the world differently than you do yeah. and and it's perhaps that they have similar values and they just have a very different perspective on how to solve the problems invitation to be empathetic there yeah bang well, it would mean the world to us if you would share this episode with people that you care about, preferably those who aren't interested in voting or need some reason to vote, need some reason to get up this season. Or need an excuse to say, you know what? Actually, my type says it's okay for me to not vote. <laughs> That's fine, too. What? That's a valid perspective. But it, but to circle back to where we started, the people I would entrust with the, the future of our country would be our <laughs> listener audience. So I personally hope. That you uh, uh, point point the way to go. Hey, guess what? What? All the links to all of our stuff yeah. are at aroundthecircle.org. Oh, all of them? All of them. If you mm. want to engage uh, all the stuff that we do, it's there. I started thinking about this today that um, some of the events that we're announcing are kind of time sensitive and most of our listens actually comes you know six years six months a year later because you know? <laughs> so, everyone's in a constant state of catching up so by the way so if you want to get come to our events you want to uh we we are online at this present date we're online every other two weeks and we have a online community which has been fantastic if you haven't gotten a chance to try this you really should go to aroundthecircle.org scroll down a little bit there'll be a link that just is about us gathering together. We're going to be talking about affect groups in late 2022 and how we connect with others. And so we would love to have you. And uh, you know what else? The, what's more important than voting is exercising your ability to put stars on our podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a kind of voting. It It is. What do you call that? It's crowdsourcing. Or something. Yeah, I'm it's voting. Sure. Yeah, it's like voting. You're up voting. Yeah. That's what I got. You got anything else? <laughs> I got nothing, man. He's CJ Wilson. He is officially Perot 2024. <laughs> and I'm Jeff Cook, and who you aren't isn't interesting. <laughs>